Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott. There's Dave right here. Hey, and we are doing what we said we would never do. Um, when we started this podcast, we're like, hey, let's talk about something we love. Let's talk Star Wars. And it's like, I was like, no, Dave, everybody's talking Star Wars. Everybody. So we just didn't want to be everybody. But what we found is every, almost every episode, we're talking yeah. Star Wars. So <laughs> There's always uh, been reference dropped. <laughs> so 80-something episodes later, here we are. And we are starting with the first movie in chronological order, not in the order of release, mm-hmm. of episode one, Phantom Menace. And we'll be going through all 11, including the spinoffs, Solo and um, Rogue One. Yep. So... Um, before I get started on this, a shout out to David Carroll, who's joined us a couple of times, or at least once, I think, on a podcast. Maybe just once. Mm-hmm. But uh, just he sent me a message and is like, I can't wait to hear you guys shit all over Star Wars. Oh, and my I'm Lord, like, really? I, and my first response was, <laughs> thank you. And um, I'm not going to shit all over Star Wars. And then I watched Phantom Menace. Uh, <laughs> so David's right. I am going to shit all over this movie. Right. There is some good, but um, I know you took a lot of notes, David. <laughs> yeah, I did take, uh, where did I drop? Oh, here we are. I put them where I wouldn't lose them, and then I lost them. I figured um, my yeah, hand would cramp notes. up from all the notes I would be writing, so I just sat back um, and watched. I I wanted, if you don't mind, I'd like to go through, because Please. I am horrible with people's names. Okay. And I am <laughs> constantly teased about it from the four people who actually watched the show. Um. That I can never remember anybody's name. I'm always That's like, all. the guy, the person, the who, the woman. Yeah, you in know, the, the guy. So I'm going to read off everybody's name, all the main characters, all okay. the main actors that were in this movie. Um, of course, John Williams' score uh, scored That the is movie. the best, one of the best things of the movie, of any of them, when you have that score. Yeah. And I'll, I'll talk about that a little later. But, but I'm going to say that John Williams. Let's be kind about it. I believe he borrowed heavily from Joel McNeely, a guy who had done Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. If anyone listens to this, now this uh, soundtrack came out long before this movie. So if you listen to that soundtrack, know that Shadows of the Empire was done long before that interesting and he pulls a lot from that i feel i mean i could be wrong but if you if you don't hear it i understand but if you do hear it that i think he borrowed heavy 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 um liam neeson was qui-gon jinn ewan mcgregor was of course obi-wan kenobi natalie portman was padme slash amadala jake lloyd was uh little darth vader uh anakin skywalker (laughs) Little Annie. Uh, Pernilla August. Do what? Little Annie. What did you say? Little, Little Annie. Annie. That's enough <laughs> to send anybody into a black suit with a right red lightsaber. Yeah. Being called Annie all the time. Um, Pernilla August was Shmi Skywalker, oh, his mom. She looked familiar. Um, She's been in a lot of stuff. I, I, okay. I think she was like low. I would say probably like along the lines of Ewan McGregor, a lot of... Um, off-center movies, a lot of yeah. things that weren't a little mainstream. more independent. Ben, yeah, yeah m- much more independent. Um, Frank Oz, of course, did the voice for Yoda. Yeah, Ian McDermott was Palpatine, 
Anthony Daniels, <clears throat> I knew he did the voice, but I don't know if he actually did the puppeteering for the C3PO. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to find out. I was shocked to find out Kenny Baker was actually in the R2 costume again. or in the R2. Really? Now that yeah. I didn't know. Kenny okay. Baker was R2-D2. Terrence Stamp. Why is that name familiar? Terrence Stamp. Kneel before Zod. Ah, Superman too. Yeah, yeah. See where he where Valorum failed is he didn't have his other two cohorts with him that would have came so in. So he was. Oh, okay. All right. I, <laughs> ah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the the best. Um, what what is it? The, the alien species of Jar Jar Binks. The Gungan. The the Gungan. The boss Nass was Brian Blessed. The same guy who played Hawkman in the, um, really, yeah, in in the Flash Gordon movie. I'll be to him. Mid eighties, early yeah, 80s? with with the, the Killer Queen here. soundtrack. And I could not Flash. figure out. And I'm sorry, folks. I'm gonna go back and try and figure out who the guy was that played Jar Jar Binks because that guy gets a lot of shit. He does, and he doesn't deserve it. it. Not his fault. Yeah. No. I, 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 that's directly the director's fault. I'm so looking his name opinion. up right I just now. I'm going to go through everybody's names because, oh, okay, that's what I was going to do, but you do it. Well, and while you're Ahmed doing Best. that, I'm. Ahmed, Ahmed Best. Okay. Ahmed Best, yep. I could not remember that guy's name to save my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, that guy gets a lot of crap. And yeah, that's a lousy character, in my opinion. I think it's a horrible character. Mm -hmm. Should have been played completely different. But, but it's a paycheck. You know. It, yeah, it's a paycheck. I would have done it, especially yeah. back then, before before Star Wars was completely destroyed. Okay, let's start from the very beginning of this wow. movie. Wow! All right, <laughs> you can see the trajectory that we're going with this already. <laughs> there are things that I like about this movie, and I will go into those. But the thing when the old lady and I went to go see this movie initially, mm -hmm. sitting in the theater. Probably somewhere in the middle of the theater. So, you know, you got the really good shot. You're like, fucking new Star Wars. Yeah. And we're sitting there and I'm like, just fucking grow the scroll. It's scrolling. Yes. Yes. This is it's great. happening. And then the aliens show up. The guild, trade guild guys, representatives. And they start speaking with a Chinese accent, possibly Japanese. It is a broken English. A very Chinese, bad yeah. broken English accent. And I'm like. I leaned into the wife. I whispered in her ear, this movie's going to suck. And she looked over at me. She said, well, why do you say that? I said, no subtitles. They're not speaking Huttese. Yeah. From that point on, for me, that movie just was shit. My one piece of advice to Disney right now, if you're going to do these movies and you're going to keep, keep showing them on your show, one simple little fix to help bring this movie to be better have somebody dub them in Huttese and then subtitle it would, it would make a big difference. Let's let's pause for a second and talk okay. about that because that is one of the things that happens at the beginning of the movie. This opens like every typical <coughs> Star Wars. You've got the crawl yeah. and you've got the space pan of either a battle mm -hmm. or a bunch of ships. And here we see the Federation blockade or right. was it the Federation blockade? Yeah. So we see, we see that. Yeah, um, but then you get to the... Um, I forget what alien species these They're are. They're the trade guild is all I know that they were called. It I don't know what sounded as if I was doing a mocking Chinese accent, trying to be yeah. funny. It, yeah. um, 
I, I actually, I find it somewhat offensive because it's, it's really not necessary. You could have just, like you said, dub it in a tease or whatever mm -hmm. and have, have it subtitled would have given it much more seriousness. Instead, yeah. this was like, it was off putting and it's like, what the fuck were they thinking? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's a big problem with the character, which brings us into the next character that I was originally talking about. Jar Jar Bane. Yes. The same thing with people, his language. Now, now see, the, the problem was, wasn't that Jar Jar's speech pattern was kind of weird. Because when he meet you meet the general, the general kind of has... They speak the same, the same way, yeah. They all yeah. kind of have that same weird speech pattern. It's the fact that they they had him just doing like the... Um, the clownish move maneuvers and and the he was slapstick. It was he was slapstick where it wasn't needed. I I think if had they met the general or if he had been more just for lack of a better term a fish out of water. Yeah, that would have worked better for me. I know I a lot of they, I know it was put there for the kids. It wasn't put there for me. That wasn't put Jar Jar Binks was not put in for the fans of Star Wars. They just weren't. No. He was trying Do to you, get new you kid really. Fans. This is this is the argument that I hear a lot of people make when they defend Jar Jar, because um, I, I say it's a it's the worst fucking character. Um, yeah. I have I have major issues with Jar Jar, and not so much that it's a character; it's the way he was directed to play it, the way he was directed right. to speak, and the way they right. made him so animated and goofy. I didn't mm -hmm. find it funny, and the people I tell people that they're like, "Hey, it's for the kids. Kids love it." I've never yeah. met a kid that likes Jar Jar. Um, then maybe there are. Um, mm -hmm. But I was thinking, you know, and this is one of the things I have to tell myself as I go back and watch these movies. You and I were are very privileged that we got to see the original trilogy. Yeah. In our yeah. when it came out in the, At theaters. the theater. And standing it was in such, line. Yes. Oh, such such a major event in our lifetime when it comes yeah. to movies is that original trilogy. And yeah, definitely. it was ahead of its time the effects were incredible we had never seen anything like that um and it was just such great world building and it just i still get chills thinking about empire because it's yeah. it is my favorite and um it's you see this and it's like i don't know where i was going with this but jar jar yeah maybe for the kids but <coughs> i uh i liked i've always liked the droids that's been my thing yeah. um R2 and C3PO to me are the, the comic relief in the movie. Bottom I, line. I think so. the, the problem with Jar Jar is he tried to write Jar Jar as a comedic relief instead of just writing a fish out of water. R2D2 would have been and C3PO are comic relief because they are a, a sort of fish out of water. C3PO mm. is used to being the translator droid and basically ignored unless yeah. he's needed. R2-D2 is the guy who goes over and fixes stuff, and you always saves need R2-D2. <laughs> saves the day. They're dropped on a planet, you know, but that's in the future. But you know what I mean? It, it, that mm -hmm. worked for them. Jar Jar, I think, he just, he tried to write, he tried to write down to kids. Never write down. Yeah. Just I think write. You, I think you're right. I think he did um, write down. That's thinking, my oh, opinion. they'll love it. I, I do you, believe you're right. The opinion um, of a guy who's not making billions of dollars off of Star Wars. You know, and, <laughs> take that for what it's worth. <laughs> and and that that's 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 one of the things about it. Um, we can't deny that there was a marketing idea oh, yeah. on this, and they were oh, gonna yeah. go in and make absolutely hell yes, yeah. market the shit out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and they needed a whole new audience. Did this bring kids into Star Wars? I don't know. 
So any listeners out there who cut their teeth on this as their first venture into Star Wars, let me know. Um, yeah, did this know. do it for you? Was it like, oh, shit, I got to watch more? Or was it like, oh, fuck that? <laughs> or know? was it like, what is the big deal with Star Wars? You know, I'd, I would like to know that. I, I would, to too. I'd really who, like to know. I've talked to some people who really like this movie. Who are like, no, no, it's I, I, I like to. Jar Jar. He was good. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I just kind of give, you know, give him my wide-eyed look and walk backwards. They're entitled to their opinions, even if they're wrong. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, did, did you take any notes? <laughs> I don't have any, any notes. notes? Um, okay. I, I just, one of the things with this um, that my wife and I noticed last night was uh-huh. um, for so many excellent actors, there's really not a lot of great acting in here. Jake Lloyd is really good as a young Anakin. Um, uh-huh. But I... It was hard for some of the others. There, I was going to save this for uh, episode two. There was an interview given by um, <laughs> the kid who played Star uh, Anakin and Jake Lloyd. No, no, in, in oh. the uh, oh Hayden Christensen, Hayden Hayden Christensen. Yeah, there you go, fucking up the names Hayden like Dave does. See, I did Y'all it again. call him on it. <laughs> 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 Do it again. I just, I fucked up. Um, I was so good too. I wrote everybody's name down, but there's an interview where he talks about why he, why he acted the way he acted in that movie. Cause mm-hmm. I've seen that cat in other movies. He's, 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 good. he's a good actor. Yeah. Um, never saw him act that stiff. And it's because George Lucas basically gave him that direction. I believe that. I believe a lot. That's what that's what I was getting at is you have Liam Neeson, Ewan mm -hmm. McGregor, all these good actors, Samuel L. Jackson, all these motherfuckers. I still wanted Mace Windu to say, use the force, motherfucker. But that would (laughs) (laughs) that would have been great. Uh, Give me my lightsaber. What do you mean? What lightsaber? The lightsaber that says lightsaber one more time. motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Try me, bitch. But it was. (laughs) uh, it was, they should have just given Mace Windu one of those scenes. I'm sorry. I know. And it's <laughs> no it, it it is that. I always felt that it was that the direction that they were directed oh, yeah. because he sh- directors he are directed these movies. No, he shouldn't have. It, uh, George Lucas no. should not have directed these movies. He should have went back to the well and got the guys that directed uh Empire and Jedi cuz I think I think the guy who directed Empire was still alive and would have worked with him, but he had such a hard time directing Empire because George would go in there and start telling him to do something. He said, no, that's not what we're going to do. Yeah. It's just, it's just not going to happen, George. Kind I'm of so thing. glad he and didn't George, listen to I guess, George. <laughs> I guess they had a, a you know, a bit of a head, oh, yeah. I'm sure. head I'm you sure. know, locked horns a lot. Well, it's got to be, you know, in George's defense, I get it. This is, this is his baby and he has a vision for it. And yeah. you and I have said this on multiple occasions when we weren't talking Star Wars, but Star Wars crept into our podcast. Right. Was George needed yeah. better friends. Yeah. He needed he didn't need to surround himself by yes men. And I no. think with these movies is when he really started surrounding himself with yeah. yes men. And it shows. Um, I, w- I watched some of the uh and it's not that I don't think the the model builders were fantastic. I don't. It's not that I don't think the the set designers were great, or the person hiring the actors, the you know the casting director. All these people knew their job. They know how to do. It. They knew yeah. what George wanted. I don't think if he was picking somebody the wrong person, or if he was doing something wrong, I don't think anybody had the cojones to say no, George. I don't think you should do it that way because they probably right. would have got fired. Which well, and that, fine. And that's that, probably that's, accurate. That's fine. 
to an extent, but you you better be like Henry Ford and say, I want to hear the truth, even if it gets you fired. Yes. I don't think he ever wanted to hear the truth. And I think no. at some point- God, we know a lot of people like that. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to hear the truth. Um, and that's not that- I get it. To, to an extent, you don't want to be told certain things. Well, no. But if you're reading something and it's not reading right, or you're if, if, if I'm in there watching the dailies with you, or I'm watching the cut right, you know, two weeks before you're going to release it, and you say, "What do you think?" I'm going to give you my real answer. Mm -hmm. I, not, I think he just surrounded himself with too many people who are like, "Oh, you're brilliant, George. Oh, you're brilliant, George. Oh, you're brilliant, George," and he started believing it. Well, I will. That's, I will say that's this. My opinion. When I first saw this, I was so excited, like you, to um, yeah. My God, Star Wars is continuing, and right. I gave uh. gave this movie a big pass after I saw it in the theater because I'll be honest, even though I think it's too long mm -hmm. and too much time is spent on it, the pod race is pretty fucking fun. Um, they cut like twenty minutes out of that. Pod I know, race. and there are extras, I and I didn't watch night. the yeah. extras. It's like, oh my god, there's all these scenes from the pod race they cut out. Yeah, and I felt it could have been done down a little more. And, as, yeah. and I, it's not so much that the pod race needed to be brought down. It's the first half of that movie to me is like has a brick around your neck, and it is dragging so yeah. fucking slow. It's, after that initial attack on the ship, it's a lot of dragging. It's a lot. There's a big. Drag. It's painful, but. And again, had he brought in another writer, had he, had he brought in, um, uh, not Rick McCollum, but was it Rick McCollum that wrote Solo? The guy? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I want to say it was Rick McCollum. I may have the name wrong. I have to double check. Um, the, that guy helped write Empire, I believe. Mm. Call that guy in. Have him yeah. sit down with you. He could have done, could have helped you. As well, yeah, I'm this needed some it could, have been a, it could have been a better story. This always read. This always felt like a first draft to me. Yes, I said that last night. It's like this feels like a first draft. Um, yeah, it needed an edit um, to streamline it. <laughs> yeah, ne and needed somebody to say no, George, and slap the problem hand. to me with this movie. <laughs> it's it's integral. The story that it uh, portrays is integral to this the whole mm -hmm. story arc that we have have now. Um, it's important stuff. But it's also boring stuff. So right. how do you make that exciting? So he works a war in. You got the underwater city, some creatures and stuff, just to keep you interested. While he tells this boring political story that's kind of yeah. in the background, and even then they barely just they glaze over it. Um, and because this movie's title gives away the whole plot, it is the Phantom Menace because mm -hmm. Palpatine is working his magic to become emperor. Um, right, right, in right in your face, but yeah, right he's doing it in such a such a way I, that I knew yeah. people who didn't know who Palpatine was, like people who'd seen this movie. But I didn't, you know, when, when they saw this the next one, they're like, "I didn't know that was." I'm like, "How did you not know? How could you not know that? Did did you not read a comic? Did you not read any of the book? A lot of people never read the book. I read the books. I read I read a lot of books, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here that. And the problem is, I think also he wrote himself into a corner. For thirty years, or however many years in between um, the movies, there were a lot of books written. Right. And the books were always talking about the Clone Wars and the Dark Jedi versus the Light Jedi, and the 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 age for Luke was nineteen or twenty when mm -hmm. Star Wars the first one hits. And you're like thinking to yourself, okay, 20 years, Vader should have been becoming more Vader-ish. There, there's just a lot of things that I, 
that I think could have been done better had, like you said, he, he didn't, he didn't do himself any favors by not having somebody yeah. there to tell him no. His friends did him a disservice. I, I believe so. Know? I believe so. I think it could have used um, a couple of rewrites. It's, it, it kills me because it, it is a Star Wars movie. And I love the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I just think this is not a good movie. It's entertaining at points. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to the story because um, mm-hmm. I like seeing that backstory. I just yeah. don't think it's that good. And that's no. no, like you said, I think it could have been edited a little bit differently. Yeah, I think so. Um, there, there is a funny scene in, in the movie that when... Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are in the Gungan City. Gungans, mm-hmm. that's what they're called. Gungan yeah. City. Um, forgot. He's trying to do a mind trick on Boss Nass. Yes. I don't think the mind trick worked. Because he's trying no. to say, well, uh, he owes me a life debt. I think, you know, I'm going to take him. And he's doing the little hand thing. And Boss has just changed the subject entirely. Yeah. And then he comes back. He's like, oh, you want to take him. Like, just basically get... Yeah, he's telling him get the hell out of here. And And, it's it's funny. I don't think that mind trick worked on him. No, and that's what's funny because it becomes a running gag with Qui Gon doing it, and it's not working. It's not uh, working on Watto or whatever. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) what are you doing, Watto? Watto's like, what are you doing? You can't. My 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 tricks don't work on me. (laughs) That was funny. Like shit. My one my one go to tricks not working. Yeah. Yeah, and Um, and that's a good character too, the junk dealer. I just, Uh, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't think any of this plot, this movie, makes a whole lot of sense. And it it, it has to do with the writing. There was just a lot of different. It didn't feel like Star Wars. Uh, That's a fair assessment. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of like the last ones. Uh, Yeah, I can see that. Here's, here's something that's always bothered me. I don't know if it's bothered you because I, you know, we never really talk about religion or anything here. So uh-huh. I'm going to say this, and I just want to get your take on it. The Immaculate Conception. Oh, it Darth pisses Vader. me the fuck off. <laughs> Thank you, because Kat and I were looking at each other, and I'm not the most religious guy in the world, and I pretty yeah, much I... try not to make fun of anybody's religion, Christian, Hebrew, yeah. uh, Islam. I try not to make fun of anyone's religion. And face it, any religion can be made fun of. There's there nothing funny be... about talking snakes, Dave. <laughs> talking s- ah, that, that's kissing snakes, kissing rattlesnakes uh, in the back mountains of. Oh uh, yeah, but they talk to you if they're if they're in an apple tree. They like <laughs> to give you fruit. Yeah, that makes perfect fucking sense. Here, have an apple. Anyway. Shut up. <laughs> I was told not to eat that apple. No, it's a good apple. Um, it's knowledge. It's knowledge. Do you want knowledge? Then eat the apple. Not anymore. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'd like to just be a sheep. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but the immaculate. I I, 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 I I laughed out loud with that. It's like, oh god, I forgot about that. <laughs> the first time I heard it, I was just like, oh my god, he did not go there. He yes. did. He, he did, and he I'm did. like, and and I thought, okay, if I were going to tell him something, and knowing what we know about the stories now, Darth Plagius should have been his father. Should have been Darth Vader's father. Yeah. That would make more sense. That would be me going, oh, fudge. That's yeah. who Plagius is. Or Plagius, however they pronounce yeah. the name. I would have been like, holy shit. That totally makes sense. But no, 
No. Prometheus was made up many years and, later and another bad movie. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the thing about the, the whole Immaculate Conception and the Jedi Council talks about, you know, it the prophecy left alone. Yeah. and that this may be the one, the yeah. one who brings balance. And it's like, you know, Darth Vader is a cool fucking character. Anakin Skywalker has a really good arc as a character. Yeah. Um, and he does yeah. redeem in the end. But to paint him as a savior of the universe yeah. and immaculate is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's the way I looked at it. So, yeah, that's kind of how I felt like what it, it's okay to, I just feel like it's okay for everybody to piss on one religion, but if you piss on another one, everybody's going to freak out because you know, yeah. we're afraid there'll be car bombs in our car or whatever, you know, you name it. You just don't do it. Just stay away from that. It's something that's so blatant anyway. Yeah. You know, yep. so blatantly a, a stick in the eye. Just don't do it. Just just don't. You know, they could have figured out something else. There could have been something else. There. Yeah. You know, it could have been it could have just been worded differently. Yeah. But it, 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 I don't know. You know, and even then she could have just said, I don't know. Yeah. But but it was it His was it was done died, in a way something, anything, you know. Yeah. It was done in a way to make him a Christ figure. And I yeah. don't. I don't um, equate the character of Jesus Christ to Anakin Skywalker in any As shape a or form. Lightsaber wielding, you know, crazy bastard, yeah. <laughs> child killing bastard. Which that's in another movie, but we'll cover that's that coming. Too. The younglings. Um, what was the other one? Oh, <laughs> the worst, the fucking worst thing about this movie. This almost made me violent the first time I heard it. Oh shit! I can't wait to hear. I wanted. I I swear, if if had I ever met George Lucas at the time, I probably would have yelled at him. Now I'm better. Now I'm just going to be like, dude, that was a stupid move. Metachlorians. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Why? I I honestly I got so mad when that came out. I was like, I will punch this guy if I ever meet him. Look, now I'm a little bit older, and I'm just like, that's just a dumb. Let move. me say something about that. In one breath, we're talking about immaculate conception. We have a divinity. Mm -hmm. We have the supernatural, yep. if you will. Yes, absolutely. And now we're going to say it's done by science. The force is actually scientific with other creatures that we're in symbiotic mm -hmm. relationship with. Um, hey, come on. One or the other. Pick one, George. <laughs> well, the problem is, is, is in his storytelling, when he did, did Star Wars Empire and Jedi, it was a force that surrounds and binds you it moves through you it's you know you're connected it's, to everything in the pretty it's supernatural natural. like you know it, it is nature it's nature yes. it's just it's just there and you can learn how to tap into it anybody could be a jedi any you might not be a great jedi but anyone can become a jedi oh nope not if you don't have a metachlorian count wait what nope you don't have metachlorians you're done well, i, I, I want to I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck things up a little bit here. I want to back up on what you said. Anyone can be a Jedi, mm -hmm. and I hate hate to even bring up Ruin Johnson in this, Ugh. but at the end of Episode Eight, I think that's what he was trying to portray by showing the little kid with the broom right. at the end or whatever. I think he was oh, trying he, to portray that anybody could be a Jedi, and right. I appreciated that. I thought that was cool, but. That's a whole nother discussion, but that's what that made me think of. Because yeah. yeah, anybody could be a Jedi because they if they just learn how to tap into the force around you, right. um, nature, then you right. got it. You but now it. it's only an elite few that have a midi-chlorian count. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you've changed that to where not everybody can become a Jedi if they practice. 
You just had to find somebody who, the whole thing, ah, that midichlorians, okay? (laughs) (sighs) You failed me, George Lucas. You failed me. Um, now, here, here's here's one little thing. You're still a multi-billionaire, so you don't give a shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this is a little petty complaint, uh-huh. and it just it was just weird because Liam Neeson is six four, yeah. Natalie Portman is five two. Right, right. When those two were on screen, I thought she was a little child. <laughs> she does look like a little kid. Well, can't ask me. She goes, "How old was she?" I said. About nineteen or twenty, I guess. Yeah. When she I had to look up their guessing. heights because it's like, wait yeah. a minute, she is not that small, and she's not five two. She's not super small, um, but six four is pretty damn big. So you yeah. put those, and she looked incredibly. She, she looked a lot younger and a lot smaller. So yeah, yeah. Um, what was my other one? Uh, Jar Jar Binks, Bill Cosby moment when his lips get burnt on the uh, by the. The thing, and he's blah, 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 blah. yeah, that I was, was like, a Bill Cosby moment. <laughs> oh my God, you are literally pulling a Bill Cosby routine. For for those of you who don't know, Bill Cosby did in one of his skits about. Uh, are you talking about going to the dentist? Yeah, everything was. That's Yeah, it's so, one of the funniest routines you'd ever. It is a very funny. To it's very funny. Fuck Bill Cosby, but, but very funny. But uh, <laughs> I don't want to, and I'm not drinking around him. Um, oh, I wouldn't either. <laughs> Or you might fuck Bill Cosby. (laughs) You might get fucked by Bill Cosby. But, uh, (laughs) Jesus, how do we get off on a tangent? Um, Wow, that is staying in there. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's got to. But that moment really bothered me. Like, when he starts talking like Bill Cosby was in that routine. I'm like, what? That's awful. What? How? That's that's writing comedy and not knowing how to write comedy. Instead of having the, the humor come out of the moment, that was a forced... Don't burn your lips on that, okay, Jar Jar, or whatever he told him. And two seconds later, he's doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're it just was coming. Not, it just no, wasn't it wasn't. Coming. It there's a lot of forced moments in there for humor. The um, the droids and their dialogue. Yeah. Here's one of the problems I have. The actual <clears throat> Federation is sending commands. They're talking to the droids like like you and I would call up and say, "Hey, Dave, move such yeah. and such." And such. They're fucking droids. You should have some sort of mind connection or computer connection. Right. Hit a button, boom. They're going to go do what they're going to do. Right. Why do you have to talk to them like they're people? That was weird to me. Um, yeah. Especially battle droids. You'd think they'd be some kind of program. They had um, personalities. And it's like, what? Yeah, that bothered me the way those droids. And what I really hated is there were no IG, IG-88s or IG-11s. Like the the whole books, all the books talk about it, or a lot of the books talk about that battle droid, mm-hmm. and they always talk about um, the IGs. Now, is that the same droid that was in the Mandalorian? Yeah, that's an IG eleven. IG eighty eight is the one uh, in Empire Strikes Back, the black one who looks okay. just like an IG eleven. Oh, Evidently, okay. He's, he's more powerful. Um, but they always talk about those droids in the books and, and stuff like that. And then to have this movie where you're like, I'm like. Fuck! You're you're gonna see these fucking IG eights all over again. This is gonna be brilliant. Nope. Just Not one. Battle <laughs> Not a one. Instead, they had these cute little things that looked kind of like a an insect. Yeah, maybe. And they were comical. They again, comic yeah. relief put in on for no reason. The, yeah. the, the one moment that did that did work for me is whenever Qui Gon just walks up to the met the head droid and starts talking to him, and the droid doesn't know how to react to it. Like <laughs> he's, he's like, wait, what? <laughs> You're not. You're supposed to be afraid of us. 
and you're not <laughs> that that, that kind of was funny but if it would have been just that moment against the battle droids just being badass yeah. i would have been okay with it but it wasn't it was just every time you've seen these guys they were being i who would buy a droid like that well exactly Anyway, moving on. What, what about what about okay, um, Darth Maul? Oh, speaking of which, but go ahead. I have a note for that. <laughs> I, I think I think it's a great character, and yeah, I I I'd feel agree. his character was done very dirty in this movie to introduce somebody so fucking cool and mm -hmm. to cut their ass in half that fast. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, that was absolutely horrible. And yeah. I have a note somewhere in here about. Okay, wait, you're you're fighting. A, Qui-Gon Jinn would have never got beat by Darth Maul. Just he got beat pretty damn easy by Darth This Maul. guy's been training his entire life since he was a baby. He's got to be in his 50s now. He, yeah. he knows his shit. You got this other alien that's now, maybe if, if human age is the same, 20, 25. Yeah. yeah. You know? Qui-Gon should be a hell he of a master. He's not been training since he's a baby. That's for yeah. sure. Because Palpatine's not going to pull him in and, and start training him. How are you going to keep that a secret? Yeah, exactly. You know, so you know he had to train him as he was a little bit older. There's no way Qui-Gon would have not ever lost. Then, then to top it off, Qui-Gon gets killed by a stab, which should have cauterized everything anyway. <laughs> Hurt like a bitch, I'm sure. I'm not saying you would. I'm not saying it wouldn't kill you. Yeah. But in comparison to being stabbed and dying and then being cut in half and coming back in another movie and comics and cartoons and still being severed in half, not buying it. I'm just saying that was bad writing on everybody. Yeah. If, any, if any writer wanted to bring back Darth Maul, he should have been a clone, which is what I was expecting in the next movie, fighting all the dark Jedi. Oh, they're all dark. Oh, that's the next movie. Yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> um Darth Maul, though, man, he had a badass look. He had a oh, yeah. bad, yeah, bad great, look. great design. And that, ship, that ship, when you saw that ship coming in, come, coming in to land yeah. on Tatooine, you're like, that's the bad guy's ship. You could just look at it until it was yeah. a bad guy's ship. There was not a good guy anywhere near the making or designing of that ship. When they were designing a ship for him, they said, we need to make this look like a bad guy's ship because he's going to be a Sith Lord. <laughs> it was a cool ship. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> now, um, let me ask something. Um, something sure. that came up since you mentioned Sith. Um, there's a comment made in here, and since I'm not well-versed in the Star Wars universe outside of the movies, uh -huh. they mentioned there could only be two Sith. Now, right. I, um, I play a lot of video games, and Knights of the Old Republic is uh, a well-known Star Wars right. video game with a lot of old lore, and there were tons of Sith. So... I don't understand. None of the books that I ever read talked about that. This, about, I think, was made for his movie. Oh, just that there could only be two? I, I think he made that up for this movie. And by that time, there were so many books and everything already written about the Sith and co mm -hmm. comic books. My God, I read so many Dark Horse comic books about the Sith and the Sith Empire. and Right. And I'm just like, I've never read that. I never read where there's only two. That's why I was expecting all the dark Jedi to come rolling in. I was like, that's, that's a BS. Maybe je the Jedi think that way, but that's not how these guys are going to think. That's not how it really is. Okay. That's and what I thought. I thought. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. I've, I've seen lore that shows thousands yeah. upon thousands, complete yeah. worlds of Sith. The Sith I, I 
I'm going back because it's been a long time since I read them, but I think the Sith were an actual species. I, I think yes. they were an actual alien species that eventually died out. But right. People had taken on like their training of, of the dark powers and everything that they could do. That's why Darth Vader is a Sith Lord. There's not, you know, like he's the last, he's the last Sith Lord. He's the one who knew all the secrets. Yeah. You know, won't even talk about the emperor at this point. <laughs> but the thing that I he's been in our face, in front of our face the whole time. That's, that's what not, I love about it. And that's why the name, this is an aptly made named movie. Yeah. The Phantom Menace It's right fucking there. <laughs> right, right. Directly in front of you. And you were talking about the, uh, the, the race. The, the pod race and, and yeah the old lady looks over at me and she, whenever they're introducing everybody and she's like we're racing for pinks punk ownership papers <laughs> and i was just dying like you that's know that's Oba or whatever his name was saying to anakin <laughs> that's a good character too saboba <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i think i think saboba should have died Whenever, whenever his ship goes crashing and Anakin slams into him yeah. and they, you know he crashes, even though you could have kept it an accident, it should have been one of those deals where when he died, when you just see that compartment explode and you know you know Sebulba's dead, Anakin should have got a grin on his face, like looked over his shoulder, looked kind of at the camera, just almost a little hint wall, <laughs> almost breaking the fourth wall with a smile on his face and then go racing forward again. And I was like, they missed that point. You have to show that this kid even then had a dark streak. And yes. that's what the Jedi council picks up on. Oh yeah. They picked up on it right away. They yeah, knew they picked up on um, that shit right away, which leads me to another, um, Oh, before you move to that, um, one of the things that I <laughs> said to Janine last night, when we were watching it. Uh, we talk about the, the, the broken Chinese dialect. But when yeah. they got to the pod race, it instantly turned into NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. With the announcers and everything. So what the fuck is this? I hated the two-headed announcer. Yes. Just give yes. me two aliens. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a there toy. Was we dumb. can make a toy. Dumb. That, oh. I, I know that they based it on uh, Ben-Hur. But mm. when I watch the chariot race in Ben-Hur, I'm... My knuckles are on. on I don't remember a two-headed announcer in Ben Hur. I'm no two-headed announcer on Ben Hur. I, you know what? I'd be willing to bet there probably wasn't even an, an announcer. Probably. I'm going out on a limb here. Yeah, yeah. To say that there was no they announcer. Been, probably didn't even have a PA system. No. <laughs> hey Ben, keep racing faster. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I, that's what I've heard it was based on, but I never felt the 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 tingle that I feel when I watch the Ben Hur race. Even today, I, those guys. Yeah, I mean, some yeah. of those stuff hurt. Like in real life, got hurt. Oh yeah, it was a hell of a. That's a hell of a thing. I'm actually, a hell of a fell scene out the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was major in movie making. <laughs> yeah. That whole movie. But one of the things that's really funny on the pod race was the Tuscan Raiders hanging out and just shooting people. That I, was God, good. That was funny. <laughs> that was a good. That was scene. comic relief. That was done right. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what those guys would do. <laughs> they don't want anybody in their damn. Just hanging out. Take <laughs> <Bring> them off. <laughs> but, but Anakin's mother was quite possibly the worst mother in the galaxy at the time. Yeah. Because I have written down Anakin's mother doomed the galaxy. Failed mothering one hundred and one. 
why would you let this kid go? I mean, A, I don't think Anakin's character would have ever left his mother. The way that he was being portrayed in this movie, that kid would have never walked away with He him. didn't want to. He really he didn't, didn't want, want to. Leave. He would have never, he would never have left. His mother could have told him to go. He would have never left. I never. believe that. I believe that. He never bought that moment for for a second that that, that that kid would have walked away. Yeah. And left his mom. No way in hell. Um, but for her to tell him, go, go learn the ways of a Jedi. It's like, yo, lady, you just killed the galaxy. She did. <laughs> you know and, how many generations you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, in a weird way, though, Anakin does bring balance. Yeah. I mean, he really does. Yeah, so does. the prophecy is not wrong. It's, uh, it's just, just how he gets how they there. thought it. It just doesn't work the way they thought it would. He did bring balance. An imbalance that was needed. And that was um but I, I'm I'm with you on there. I don't think I never believed that he would have left. I thought there would have been a lot more drawn out. I get why she yeah. she knew she didn't want her son to be a slave. And no, no, that. that's but that's I get what you're saying. It's like go on, go learn how to be a Jedi, go destroy the world. Yeah, you know, conquer <laughs> everything. Empire and really But here's something to remember and, and and I think I think everybody should take a moment to stop and think about um we, we look at these movies as Jedi good, Sith bad. But right. if the if we were looking at this as a story from the Sith, their response would be these Jedi's keep coming and fucking our shit up. We're trying to do this. We're trying to right. we're trying to unite everybody under one banner so we can take right. and control everything and make it a better place. Kind of like Nazis. Kind of like Nazis, <laughs> but uh, and I'm not defending Nazis or the Empire, but no, no, history's written. Just, just yeah, yeah, yeah you know where I'm going. Every that, conversation has to end with Nazis. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> there is a lot of symbolism that is uh, borrowed in. Yeah, especially <laughs> from, in the from, later movies, and we'll talk about those. Oh my God! Yes, way too much. But you're but, right. Uh, depending on Darth Vader, is the hero of this? I mean, as far as he's concerned in these movies, he's yeah. he's the good guy. They are. Yeah, and if you haven't watched Cobra Kai, um, it's really wild how they did it. They made Johnny Lawrence right explain how Daniel Larusso bullied him, took his girlfriend, made him yeah. look bad, and everything. It's like this is awesome. This yeah. is awesome to see how right. somebody else saw it. So it's yeah, it's it's weird. That's but, good writing when you can yeah. be sympathetic to a villain and yeah. make it logical. Yeah. Not sappy. We never get this here. I don't think I ever feel sympathetic toward, in this entire arc, do I feel really sympathetic to Anakin? No. Even as a little kid. No. And I feel really bad for the, the Jake Lloyd, the actor. He, the, Hollywood chewed that poor kid up and spit him out. And I hope and pray that that kid is getting his shit together some way, I some, hope so. somehow. I really hope so. I but know I've read interviews where no he's... favors at yeah, all. I, I read where he feels this movie destroyed him. Oh yeah, um, and I, that's I that's really sad. Um, and and I hate that because he was actually really good in it. <laughs> he played a good part. Um, yeah. he, he had he had a good role, he definitely. And I just feel bad that 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 happened to that poor kid. I mean, yeah, just just fucking Hollywood, man. If you take your kids out to Hollywood, you better keep an eye on folks because yeah, shit happens. Bad shit happens. Um, speaking of bad shit happening, the bad Yoda design. I thought Yoda looked very different. Yeah, he looked totally, yeah, he was horrible. 
Okay. I am going to say something about that, that I did notice that he looked different, mm-hmm. but I appreciated that he was practical effects. He was not a puppet. He's the only one that looked like a puppet. It was CGI. That's because the, the guys actually did CGI work on him. As far as I know, he was all CGI. I thought he was the only fucking puppet in the entire movie. I'll take another look at that. But as far as I know, all the wow. you know, all the almost all the big characters were CGI like that. Yeah. And I'll and I don't, and I want almost sure. Okay. And I think he was the no, best they CGI. Did a great job. If they if not, they did a great job. I think he looked better in the next one. But yeah, we'll he, he, he did. He and that in the next one too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the um that's one of the problems I have with the these movies uh-huh. and any movie in general. Um, and we say this time and time again, practical effects yeah. will stand the, the test of time. We can go back and watch the 1980s thing, uh, John yeah. Carpenter's The Thing, and it, it holds up today yeah. because yeah. it's all practical effects. This CGI, while in the year 2000 looked amazing and really fucking cool, it does not look good now. It does not hold up. It's like, oh, God, this is bad. And that's practical all the way, baby. <laughs> in uh, in some of the Matrix movies, they did like a mix, practical and CGI. Uh-huh. And a lot of the stuff that I thought was CGI turned out to have been models and miniatures. Oh, wow. Mixed in with some CGI. And some of the stuff that I thought was models and miniatures was actually CGI. And I was wow. like, holy crap, they did a really good job because they just moved stuff and, and they'd interplace, interspace both of them like together. They did a good job. And those movies, some of the stuff really holds up really well. Other stuff you feels very rushed. But for this, most definitely, it's almost like having one of those old movie screens behind you with the cityscape, and you're standing in front of it. Meanwhile, it's just a film behind you. That that's how I felt. Like a lot of the human actors were. Yeah. I think that I think that's what kind of hurt this is because watching uh, Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett yeah. on how they designed everything and so much of that takes place on Tatooine. Yeah, seeing it, it's like, oh god, this is bad. They needed the set that they're not going to design for the next twenty years. Yeah. yeah, they needed that technology thirty years from from then. <laughs> now, yes, they, yeah, yes. they need they need a time machine to have that technology because <clears throat> those looked amazing. But you know what? In thirty years from now, we may be saying. Doesn't look so good. <laughs> there is a scene. Let me get your take on this. I don't know if you noticed it, but there is a scene when uh, Mace Window and Yoda, and I guess it's the rest of the council are sitting there too, but they're arguing with um, who is? I think they're arguing with Qui Gon Jinn, and there's a look that Yoda. And uh, Windu do looking over at each other because they're talking about the kid. And Qui Gon, I forgot the exact words, but Qui Gon basically says, "You know, I got to train this kid. I'm going to train. You know, I, whatever. I have to do this." And they're like, "Well, it's you know, it, this is there's something big going on." And the two of them just kind of share a look at each other, like they know the future, like they they know what is in store for the galaxy. They know what has to be done. They know that Anakin's got to be trained. They know that Anakin's going to become Darth Vader. They know the Empire's going to fall, going to rise and fall. That I think they knew 
with just that one look. Huh. And there's in one of the other movies, just keep an eye out in one of the following movies. I think it's the second one where Yoda will have another look and he'll be looking at Palpatine over his shoulder. And it's another one of those looks that you're like, fuck, he Yoda knows. knows. Yoda knows exactly what's going to happen. I did not but catch that. he can't that. tell anybody. And he's, it's almost like he can't stop it. Like he knows the force has to go yeah. one way. And, and if that's the way you believed and the way they, they've trained, yeah, they would see yeah. there's nothing they can do to stop this. Yeah. And that was probably why he was so hesitant to, to uh, even though he knew that he was going to have to, it was like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, no, shit. This is the one. And we're like, shit, th this is happening in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But like did that. you do you know what scene I'm talking about? It, it was I do, it was like, but I never I ne did not catch just, that. It's thing. a quick glimpse. Man. Yeah, it's maybe five, maybe five seconds at the most. Yeah, even that. Yeah, and they just kind of look at each other, and it's like they're, they're there like, is oh. there is that little they both they both realize what's going to happen. Windu yeah. knows he's going to die. You know, the the whole nine yards. I mean, everybody knows the shit that's coming. At least those two do. I don't think yeah. the rest of the Jedi Council does. But right. I think those two are so powerful, they know what's coming. That's probably very accurate. Yeah, so do you have any more notes on this? Uh, just that one. Um, oh, the Jedi Council doesn't know how to talk to children. No, they don't. Did, did, did none of them have none children? None of them grew up. None of them. You were a kid. Did you like being talked to like that when you were a kid, when you were being trained? No, this kid's not even trained. You're just giving the kid shit. You know, you're yeah. scared. Well, of course I'm scared. You're cold. Well, of course I'm cold. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did find that very off-putting. It's like, come on now. It's a kid. You, you know, guys are a bunch of assholes. Yeah. So maybe if they weren't assholes, he wouldn't have freaked out later on. Right. You know what? Maybe you guys could have given him, given him the late night popcorn. You did not hug him enough and he turned <laughs> into Darth Vader. Darth Vader didn't get enough hugs. It very well could be uh, that. Well, we know it's more than that, but still. <laughs> Some things that I did like, though. The Darth Maul fight scenes. Oh, yeah. Very good. Ray Not Park did Darth a hell Maul of a job. This movie, as far as I'm concerned, should have yeah. been a lot more Darth, Darth Maul. Absolutely. He's done dirty. <laughs> the the dark guns. I like that weapon. Yes. When they're on, when they're on uh, Naboo and they have to blast the window open, jump out on the ledge, yeah. and shoot the dark gun up. And and then like mm -hmm. retract themselves up the wall. Yeah. That is a brilliant design. Whoever came up with that, I hope, I hope George Lucas was like, that's brilliant. You get a bonus this week. Because yeah. that was a good design for that gun. I love I love that design. Um Okay, no way Maul could have taken Qui-Gon. Uh why doesn't Obi-Wan go to the dark side when he's fighting Maul? That's a good question. Because he's cause whenever, angry as fuck. When, yep. Whenever whenever Qui Gon gets killed, he's pissed. He's oh, yeah. angry, and he's not hiding it. He's letting uh -uh, it. He's, he's letting, channeling that shit. He's letting that shit in. And I'm like, it was the first time I ever noticed it. Was last night. He did not remain calm. No. He attacked. I never noticed all, that till again. Like you said, defense never for attack, but yep. he attacks Darth. Yes, Dad. he did. He runs him back. He's pushing him back. That, yeah. And Darth Maul looks fucking worried. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, shit. This, why didn't he go to the dark side? Why? Because he had some training? I don't. You know, I don't know. That's a good point because he did give in to it. And there's no, yeah, no denying that. he definitely gave in to, to the hate. But um, <clears throat> one of the things about that, I think that whole scene is set up the same way 
Luke and Obi-Wan in episode four. Right. And Obi-Wan knows he's going to be killed by Darth Vader right. and he dies. Um, I think this is a nod to that. You got Obi-Wan oh, seeing his mentor being definitely. killed right in front of him. And now he has a choice to make. Um, yeah. Right. I don't know. I, I talked a little bit about that last night to the old lady. I was like, okay, now I could have seen if somehow Obi-Wan had, or Qui-Gon had gotten injured a few times and, you know, maybe a cut on the arm. He was weak and he realized what was going to happen. And he pulled an Obi-Wan, a later version of Obi-Wan and yeah. let the sword hit him and he just fell and there's nothing there. He became a ghost. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been like one of those moments like, what the hell? Like that's, that's how Obi-Wan's learning. He's been learning this. That should have been set up like that, in, again, in my opinion. So that being said, I'm now even more upset over Return of the Jedi that we do not see a ghost of Qui-Gon sitting there with the rest of them. But he didn't know Qui-Gon. Still. I, would, I knew Qui-Gon. <laughs> I knew Qui-Gon. I knew Qui-Gon Jinn, sir, and you are no Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. But okay, but here's a, here's another weird thing: the burning of Qui Gon Jinn at the end of the movie, and that yeah. is my final note. Is that not weird to you? I thought it was a little weird. And that, it's not that they burned him; it's not that he was on a pillar being burned that bothered me. It's that everybody was standing around, almost ready to roast marshmallows. On they were that body. close. They were like um, two feet of the. They're like all oh, rub, rubbing their hands. They must have been cold. Oh, <laughs> these Jedi bones really kick out some heat. <laughs> Just nothing burns like a Jedi. Nothing burns like a dead Jedi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 fair to believe that maybe their culture did burn. Um, right. A lot of cultures do, um, but exactly. they were right up on that damn thing. And, and that's, that's like, yeah, that's not the, my problem. Wasn't that they were burning him? I understand. It was that they were right up. I I did take like note of that. It's like a foot of him, and I'm like, that's just. Smells. You can. I mean, I'm sure you can smell it. You're seeing your mentor being burned within two feet. Of I you. thought about that. It's like you're gonna sit there and watch <laughs> as their flesh burns from the. I don't. Know. I get burning Darth Vader, and, and even Luke was about ten or twenty feet away. You know, yeah. when he catches it on fire, he walks back, and at least Vader's still in the helmet and the the costume. Yeah, and I get that's probably supposed to be a whole circular thing to that, but. You, you wow, it probably that. is. So, um, final I, thoughts I, on Phantom Menace? I, I think this is where episodes 7, 8, and 9 start to fall apart. I think you can movie? blame... Yeah. This, the, these, I can see yeah. that. I see the reasoning for that. And we will I, I, discuss that when we get to 7, but I do see it. I, I do will, absolutely uh, see it. I will bring up my, per, my favorite person to dislike. In all the, so far... In this first episode, in all the specials that I watched, never saw Kathleen Kennedy. She's supposed to be such a huge, big part of this series and these movies from the 90s. And, oh, my God, she was always there. Didn't see one interview with her. Nope. No mention of her. Nothing. That's a good point. I that's, did that's see. My last, that's my first dig. <laughs> but I will tell you what, who I did see. I saw several ETs. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought that was funny. Look like the aliens, like smaller yep. versions of the aliens. Yeah, keep your eyes on the yeah. council. Um, yeah, there's 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 a lot of Easter eggs hiding in this. I, oh, yeah. I love the uh, the. I sent you a picture earlier today of a statue that was in Anakin's room. Yes, because I, I took a screenshot of it. Is what's funny? I went googling this. 
and uh, somebody else had the exact same screenshot. So I guess we grabbed the same frame. That's and it's, freaking uh, great. But Did, last night was so, the first time I spotted that. Me too, because we're looking at movies differently. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching more stuff. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. I saw that. I was like, "What the hell is that?" And it's reminiscent of a Japanese what's called a dogu, uh-huh. um, and it, there's small little statues like that. And it's like, "Well, that's really cool." And I don't know if it was made for the movie or based off something else, but it was right. just just there. It's like, that, "Wait a minute, what that's the very hell?" Interesting. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. So uh, my final pop that let's... picture up as you're talking about this. Pop that picture up so people know what what to look at I, if i remember i will put that picture up <laughs> if i remember <laughs> i will do my best if i remember um but i may put it in the links too but anyway yeah. that's uh yeah there's a lot of stuff we can do uh but yeah the little et's and that that kind of oh, there's thing there's so many different um, alien species in the council i know you hadn't watched the latest mandalorian but he does end up with a ship from naboo yeah, so I heard about seeing those that. ships was actually pretty cool. It's like, oh, look, it's, I heard about it's that. the Mandalorian cool. ship. Uh, I don't like this movie. Um, I do uh, acknowledge it's part of the universe, mm-hmm. and I acknowledge the story that it brings. Um, right, right. I I give it. I don't think it's a necessary watch. Only if you want to know Star Wars history. If you were right. looking for a good time, this ain't it. And I don't I, think this one's it. No, this is not it. A little kid might like it more than I like it, for sure. I think so. Um, I think uh, so. I we've got the you know the next movie. I do remember liking it more. So yeah. we shall see. There's a lot I more. I like and appreciate this movie more now because looking at it the way I looked at it and realizing some of the things he had to do, I get a lot yeah. of the things he did, like metachlorians. Oh, hate that that yeah. right there. That alone will ruin this movie for a true Star Wars fan. Like somebody who yeah. grew up with Star Wars, and just, I, I think. Because um, everybody I, I would who agree I know that you. thinks about it like I do, hated Metachlorians. They're like, what the fudge yeah. is a Metachlorian? You, you took away, you took away the, 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 the nature bit. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I liked, I think, he, I think they fixed it in one of the other ones when they're talking about the universe. I think Luke, in, later on, in one of the Luke Skywalker ones, talks about, energy and the force and how it really is interesting and he interesting. leaves he leaves that alone he good. leaves alone the metachlorian good. crap so i think yeah. they were trying to get away from that too so that's good i thought that was a good move so but next week um attack of the clones is that the name attack, of it? attack of the clones attack of the clones episode two uh we see an older anakin and um we'll we'll be back next week to tell you what's happening next um and i'm gonna take do, some notes. You take yes some notes, yeah do take some time folks out there if you like our show subscribe like share spread the word drop us a line because i know we said things that you disagree with today uh, and we will for the next 10 episodes yeah say some things that might just piss you off and that's fine you know what if you love it great good for you you think jar jar binks is the best character fine wrong but fine (laughs) well some people think jar jar binks is a dark jedi i've heard that and I I'm not even going to entertain theory, that, but I'm not going to give it to him. <laughs> no, I, think, I, I can't. Is that's a reach. That's like, how do I make this horrible character where people will like it? I could come. How up do with I this justify crazy... this horrible character? Yeah, there it is. How do I justify it? No, no, it doesn't work. It does, just let it go. It's a shit character. Ahmed best. I wish I, I, you the best out there, and I think people give, give you the shaft on the character. So you know, and it's not his fault. You took your nope. direction, probably better than i would have 
Well, and that's that's one of the things I said about this whole movie. And we've talked about is I think the acting is not great, but that's a director's issue. They could pull out of because you you've got you've got the you've got the best set of paints set right there in front of you. All of these actors who can really fucking deliver and you're not even going to open it up. You're going to go get your dollar store paint out. You and McGregor and freaking Natalie Portman. And you can't get them to act well. Natalie Portman was delivering lines like she was reading them for the first time. She has been acting since she was very young, um, and she is great. She, so she's in that movie with the assassin, and I forgot. Yeah, the, the professional with the, the John Reno. Yeah, that is a great movie. That, yes, she plays that part of that little kid, fucking perfect to a T. Yeah, and I'm like, you see her in that, and then you see her in this, and you're like. What the hell happened in between these movies? Did right? you forget how to? Did you get hit on the head, Natalie? No. Did you forget how to? It's the director. Oh wait, George Lucas was directing you. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I give them all a pass, but it, it's just what it shows is like you you can have the best, but if you don't have that one little yeah. glue of, uh, you know, it just it, there's want, a lot of misfires. I don't want it to be thought of that I hate George Lucas. I do not. I love. Oh no, the man is a master. He is a master idea man. He, oh, he gave us a great universe. Thank God for his his drive to get this thing made. And and I'm never going to shit on him. I'm, I mean, I will shit on certain aspects. I, yeah. I think he should have got somebody else to direct, leave out metachlorians, and let Jan Favreau alone. Everybody needs to just leave that guy alone and let him do what he's doing. Yeah. It's, Agreed. You, you gave it up, George. You you got three billion dollars. Now walk away. You can be pissy all you want, but you got paid. <laughs> you, it's, you set it's, the it's price. John, it's John's it. universe now, and yeah, um, I think that was a good passing in, of the range. Yeah. yeah, but I uh, yeah, I, I I like this movie more now than I did, and okay. I think it's because I did look at it with the more critical eye. And some things, as I'm getting older, I'm just letting go and going. All right, I'll pick what I like and leave alone what I don't like. I'm gonna pretend the I'm gonna pretend that line wasn't said. Kind of attitude. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. That's gotcha. what I do with this. All right, folks. So that's gonna wrap it up for today. So catch us next week with episode two, Attack of the Clones, and drop us a line because we just want to say hi. We're lonely. Catch you next week. Bye.